Hello, everybody, and welcome along back to the At The Wheel podcast with me, Adam Kiefer-Walker, Shukri Abrams, Joe Hawthorne, and Shay Riley. Today, we've got our post-week reactions, a bit of trivia, and our predictions. But first, let's say hi to the rest of the gang. Shukri, you've got a haircut. Bro, you, you can't say my government name on the internet like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, we need to draw the line. I've got ops in the ends. Now they know my government name. Come on, bro. Um, the midfield general, Shukri Abrams. Um, yeah. that's, um, his, his I would say it's name. good to be back, but um, Man United put on another stinker, so um, I'm adequate to be back. Okay. Um, you didn't really answer the question about your hair, but for the sake of keeping this podcast short, let's go over to Joe. Um. Obviously, Joe, Arsenal, at the time of this recording, we are 2 not up against Leeds. Oh, wait. No, it's 3 0. Hector Bellerin. Oh! oh, world class player. Everyone. Best number no. two in the, in the Prem. He's just one of those players. Criminally underrated in his time. Do you think, do you think he's the uh, best only Spanish? Only number two to have it tattooed on his leg. Sure, Barcelona regretted him. Best. Doesn't he have like a world record for number of foul <laughs> thrones or something? <laughs> world record. This. Okay, and Joe, um, you've ordered your Philosecant book. Are you excited to read Philosecant? Um, I am stoked, honestly. I am stoked, but more so excited about the Man United slander today. <laughs> okay, yeah. Ah, oh, none of us got that result correct. I was one goal away. I'm was... so glad that you're on zero <sighs> points. I'm <sighs> I'm static. Leave me alone. You still got Chelsea Newcastle, eh? so just be careful. Yeah. Three, point three points changes the game. Your That's Adam comes well. the greatest comeback of all time. Just saying. <laughs> Yo, everyone, let's show how many points Adam has. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're not going to see that on the podcast. And I'm not going to describe yeah, what, we're what all, you're saying. We're all holding up a zero. We're all holding <laughs> yeah. up a zero. Shaking it down. Hold um, Shay, what yeah. do you want to say? I mean, on the you United know, game, just, just the as... Game, um, the game is still fresh in my mind, you know, so my opinions might be a bit... Uh, how do I put it? Uh, diluted. Raw. Oh, okay. I don't wish to comment because if I comment... I get in trouble. So okay, I, I was just I'd hoping rather, you'd give I'd rather, us. I'd rather focus on that Leicester Liverpool game earlier. <laughs> okay. Week, I, yeah. I have a lot of hot takes on that one. So uh, all right. So the first big game of the weekend was obviously the Brendan Rodgers derby, Leicester City <laughs> up against Liverpool. Obviously at the Leicester City uh, King Power Stadium, uh, Leicester coming away three-one winners on the day. Um, with three goals in seven minutes um, to take all three points. What are some of the guys' thoughts? Uh, I think there was a stat that I recorded here. So Liverpool had seven corners to Leicester's one on the half-hour mark. And I was thinking, what, what does that tell you? Because for me, I think that, you know, you only get a corner if you can't get the ball into the box. You know, they're sort of blocking crosses, blocking shots. Um, so for me, I don't think Liverpool could sort of penetrate that Leicester defence. And the only real the only real chances Liverpool had came on the counters. I just think that maybe Liverpool, they've sort of worked, teams have worked Liverpool out now. Because what teams are doing, I think they 
they're blocking sh- um, crosses from Trent and Robertson. And now they're basically relying on Firmino to be that sort of creative number 10. So I just think maybe Liverpool need another creative midfielder. But also I want to do, I want to do ask you guys, do you think that Liverpool need a Madison? Because Madison looked terrific yesterday, didn't he? Um, for me yesterday watching that game, the first, what was it, 70 minutes, that was a good Liverpool side. I don't I couldn't see much wrong with that team. It was pretty much identical to the team that we saw last season. But one thing that they've one thing that's like popped up now is just individual errors or more they're more prone to errors in general. Cause like that free kick, they would never have conceded that. That was ridiculous. All they needed there was one man in front of the board. So it's, it's a low cross. Allison could have done better. I don't think they need a cam. I think they've got a really good squad. Okay. Maybe a bit more depth, because that's why City are running away with it now. Mm. Do you think... No, because, Shred, do you think that... Because Liverpool have so many midfielders that sort of do the same thing. You know, I, I when I look at Wijnaldum and Thiago playing in the same midfield line, I go, like, okay, so what is the difference between you two? Um, share your thoughts. No, I just researching up on the match and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold released a statement saying that it was one of, or in his opinion, one of Liverpool's best performances. <laughs> so I think, yeah, last 10 minutes kind of kind of gave the way, game away to Leicester. Yeah. But um, yeah, like Joe said, up until 70 minutes, they were looking pretty good. Also, I just yeah. want to focus on um, Thiago for a sec, the tempo controller. <laughs> You know, he hasn't uh, been quite prolific in his uh, opening matches for Liverpool. Yeah, he hasn't. And his match rating was five. That's a bare bang average. <laughs> so, you know, when I see comparisons between him and Fernandes, yeah, I just can't help but get a bit... <laughs> <laughs> a yeah, bit being the United fan you are. Uh, Shukri, your thoughts? Not to be that guy, um, but, you know, um, I love to slander Liverpool as much as the next guy. <laughs> Yeah. But, um, you know, it's quite facetious to imply that Bruno Fernandes and Thiago play the same role in their respective teams. Um, you know, Liverpool have always been a team, you know, that attacks through their flanks and uses mm-hmm. their three forward players to create runs and their yeah. fullbacks to put balls in behind. Um, as well, um, so, you know, the midfield has never been expected to be as creative. And, you know, he wasn't brought into the club to do that, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, to create chances. Um, but, um, you know, compared to um, what Bruno Fernandes does at Man United, which is, you know, to score goals and get assists. So, I will admit that it is a bit of an unfair unfair comparison. Comparison, yeah, sure. I'm going to come to you now, Joe. Because I think that, why would you bring in Thiago when you've got Wijnaldum there? who can do a job. You've got Minamino there that can do, do, like, I know he's on loan now, but I mean, you've got so many midfielders there that can do a job. Why Why did he bring in Thiago, Joe? Um, last season with a treble winning Bayern Munich, assists, yeah. zero in the Bundesliga and two in the Champions League. Okay. And goals, he got two in the Bundesliga and zero in the Champions League. So, I yeah, basically what Shukri said, just with like stats behind it. I wouldn't look at his goals and assists. Uh, why we, they brought him in, he was quite cheap, if I'm not 
mistaken. Yeah. He was, what was he, like 20? If someone could, if Shea could look that up. I think he was um, about 25 million. But, you know, let's cut to the chase. He's a better player than Virginia Wijnaldum. Okay? I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There is a I reason they brought him in, and it is because he's a better player. Plain and simply, he is a better player. Like, he was an important point in a Bayern Munich table-winning side. Okay, So there is a player in him. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that, at the moment, a team that's not on form has their you know, marquee signing for the season. He's expected to contribute more. And while he hasn't delivered to his full potential... I don't think it's his job to fill the gap that Liverpool are missing at the moment. So I do think some of his criticism is a little bit undeserved. Sure. But I, I also have to admit that he has been underwhelming. Yeah. And also, I guess, Shukri, that there's also, that also, there's also that need of, you know, freshening up the squad, keeping, keeping the midfielders on their toes. Uh, Shay? You, I can confirm that he was 20 mil with five mil added on. So Joe was correct. Pretty cheap signing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess all the hype surrounding his signing was the reason why he's getting so much backlash now. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, there was this moment in the match I took down. Um, the Mane was fouled on the edge of the box, so it wasn't like it wasn't inside the box. It was like just on the outside, and Mane, the cheater that he is, took an extra tumble. Uh, then if like he land, it was like found himself inside the box. Like how stupid do you think the refs are? Like I don't like it's um what is it long jump where it's like where you end? <laughs> like yeah, we'll take it from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was Liverpool. Oh, and there was another. There was another. I think it was the second goal that wasn't that wasn't a pen, but it, it didn't matter because James Madison is just James Madison right now. Um, and Liverpool fans will say that was offside. But I mean, honestly, you get you get the most seller um, incident last week, so there isn't a conspiracy. Liverpool fans, you've been you've been winning titles. I don't think that there's any conspiracy. Let's be honest. Let's go over to the Man City Tottenham game. Let's have some fun with this, gentlemen. Uh, Edison didn't get to have his penalty, but he did get an assist. Joe Hawthorne, your thoughts? Um, Man City this season, obviously, you don't support rival teams. But as an Arsenal fan, when you're down bad all the time, you're, you're watching other teams and you get, you're interested in it. And mm-hmm. it's quite fascinating to see all the Man City players this season who just look completely different. I would point out Gundogan is the obvious one. Um, Cancelo, John Stones, along with Diaz. That partnership's been very good. So yeah, City, I can't see them slowing down right now. Um, yeah. To be honest, I was skeptical before the game, given yeah. Jose's his tactics. But I think that is a, a what do you say, like a testament to how far City have come since last year. Like yeah. definitely a, a good team right now. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I just wanted to ask Shay for Tottenham side of the of things should they sack Mourinho I've I've heard some Tottenham fans calling for his head uh your opinion please yeah definitely not sacking (laughs) okay um 
you know, it was a convincing win and they did get drilled. But at the same time, I think Mourinho needs to go back and look at the charts and see that his tactics are not working. They are pretty outdated. And teams that he was usually comfortable playing last season, he, yeah, he basically hasn't adapted. And these mm. teams have found him wanting. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's, it's too soon to call for Mourinho out. But, yeah. Sure. Shukri? Um, to judge him off this past week's game against Man City, to judge him off this last game against Man City would be unfair because Man City would have been, you know, unstoppable, you know, um, winning their last 15 games, you know, which is an English record or something like that. But to look at it in the greater scheme of things, after the start that they got off to, they have been underwhelming, you know, compounded with it being knocked out of the FA Cup by Everton in the midweek. So, you know, there are some problems that they perhaps need to look at. Is getting rid of Jose the answer? No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. They are just not good enough as a team. We could see that when Harry came out of the squad for a little bit. And I'm sure we'd see it even greater if him and Son were unavailable. Um, I do think they don't have enough depth to be competing at such a high level. So either they need to make some improvements, but I don't think that a new manager is going to make too much of it. Yeah. Joe, Shukri was talking about Kane there. Do you think either Kane is going to leave the club or Mourinho is going to leave the club? Because I think, you know, there's only so much that Kane can do for that club and not win titles, you know? Um, Kane's good enough to win anything. Yeah, it is. Like anything domestically or, I mean, just at the club level. So each year that passes by, it's going to become more and more of a topic. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want your name written down on a bunch of places, you've got to win stuff. Yeah. Um, and he has said recently um, with an interview with Thierry Henry, I believe, that he wants to win stuff. He's desperate to win stuff. I mean, yeah. every player is, but in this specific scenario with the classic Spurs curse, whether or not he'll do it is so unpredictable. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, as an Arsenal fan, Joe, you must have enjoyed Sanchez head in the grass for that um, that Gundogan goal. Yeah, Shukri? More on that later. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, just to touch on, like, you know, the, the Kane legacy. You know, we've seen his ability and, you know, he's, he's claimed plenty of accolades in a personal capacity. You know, he's won a Premier League golden boot, a World Cup golden boot, which is no easy feat. When he takes multiple so, pens as well, though, hey? You know, everyone takes penalties. Every team has a penalty taker, but not every player that takes penalties wins the golden boot. So, you know, respect to him, you know, to a player that is able to pull it off as well. But I, you know, I also believe that at some point, he's going to have to move on, um, you know, to win some trophies and kind of cement his legacy as one of the greatest strikers um, in the in the Premier League history, or even the world history. If he, if he's, if he, um, you know, in the in the world football, if he decides to go overseas um, and win something there, but I do think it is essential that he moves on. There was this one tweet. Um... They were making fun of Tottenham where it was like hashtag um today's to lose. <laughs> it's quite good. Do you think um do you think Guardiola told Kane after the game, my boy, you are wasting your time? 
Um, that would be a pretty fun conversation. Shay? Yeah, I just wanted to comment. I was looking at the goalkeepers um, mm-hmm. after today's game, you know, the air and goals for United. And I just wanted to comment on Edison, you know, confidence yeah. is soaring with that man. Uh, obviously, the assist, you know. Faulty. Faulty, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, not just that, his presence in the goals is just so rock solid. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if you saw some of those saves coming through nearing the end, preventing um, Spurs from scoring. But I mean, he was pretty solid, you know, and yeah. I think that's something, you know, that there is lacking in. Uh, case in point is that first goal, <laughs> the, yeah. the 81 second goal scored today. Yeah, you know, not much he could have done because Lindelof is an Iceman. But, uh, you know, he could have at least rushed him or done something. I felt that standing back and just mm-hmm. letting it happen was not the, not the greatest thing to do. Yeah. Obviously, with when you have a strong keeper, your defense is also confident about um, about what's behind them, um, so they can have um, more concentration with what's in front of them. Uh, Shay touched on that uh, Man United game, Joe. It's very sad that Ainsley Maitland-Niles didn't get the winner. Joe, your thoughts? Um, I would like to give a special shout to Sam Johnston. Sort of, he kind of just went missing. He was one of those players that, like, you knew he existed. Yeah. But, you know, he's just one of those guys. But yeah, uh, for a couple of weeks now, he's been immense. Mm. It, was he a United player? He's um, an United Academy um, product. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if you put 50 men behind the ball, you are going to, I mean, stop leaking goals, obviously. Yeah. But that's what you do when you're in that situation. So GG sure. for them. Yeah. Massive GG. Shukri. What did you think of the ref blowing the whistle at half time when United were on the on the break? Um, you know, I don't feel like as a Man United fan we're in too much of a position to comment because I'm sure many of us remember the Liverpool match. The same yeah. referee Craig Pawson, um called blue half time about four or five seconds before um, the added time was officially over. But, you know, it is tough. Should he have added on the extra few seconds because of the breaks in play or should he have ended it where it was? Um, because we've seen both happen. Uh, and I think it really just depends on who the, the referee is and there is quite a bit of wiggle room. Mm. Um, on a whole, I think Man United were underwhelming. They didn't create enough chances. They're still struggling against a low block. And the chances that they did create, they weren't clinical enough. You know, Bruno doing his typical carry job to get us away with one point. But, you know, I do think it was an undeserved one point on the day. Mm. Um, West Brom created more chances. Okay, perhaps not more chances, but better chances. Mm. Um, And, you know, this Senegalese striker, I have no idea how to say his name. I think it's like Diagna. He had a few chances we should have done better, except that first one we put away quite well. But on the day, mm. I do think Man United were just underwhelming, didn't create enough, and are actually lucky to have gotten away with the single point that they did. Yeah. Shay and Shukri said there that they didn't create enough. Is that is that a is that a creative midfielder role? Is that Bruno's role that's under threat now? Who is to who is to blame for not creating chances in that Man United setup? Good question, Adam. Um, sorry, I just want to comment real quick. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Arsenal com- currently a four 0 up against. Four 0 yeah. So, are we, are we looking at a possible four? 
Are you looking for a possible fourth place uh, finish for Arsenal? Uh, <laughs> I thought Charles coming late. I don't know. Oh. Stay tuned to find out more. Listen, we're playing Man City next week. We all know by then. Eh? <laughs> Let's That's go back to the quick. United draw, please. Listen, besides from the goal, there's not much else Bruno can bring to the team. You know, mm. it does feel that some <laughs> sometimes that uh, he is carrying them on his mm. bra- back. But um, I don't know. You know, I'm, one positive I'll take away is that uh, we're playing a lot wider. Luke Shaw, um, Basaka, both of them bringing some forward attack, which is nice to see, especially yes. after comments on Luke Shaw. I never backed him, I won't lie, at the beginning of the se- season. But ever since um, the arrival of Tellers, he has seemed to pick up his bootstraps. It's the one positive I can take away. Sure. Uh, Joe, is there anything that you want to say? In my opinion, I do not believe that Aaron Wan-Bissaka deserves to tie Hector Bellerin's shoelaces. <laughs> yes, and that should do it for part one. An excellent part one, I might add, gentlemen. In the next part, we'll be doing our disgrace and shout-out of the week and a bit of trivia. And welcome back to the second part of the show. We'll kick things off with our disgrace of the week. Shay, who's your nomination? You know, it hurts me to say this, but it's got to be Harry Maguire. Okay. And, uh, uh, I mean, his last chance against... Iceman was worse, bro. No, you can have Iceman. I'm, I've, I've got an agenda. I'm sorry. I've created one. It's just... I can't, I can't believe... For 80 mil, bro. For 80 mil, it's not good enough. Right. He is... Not even bang average. He's actually detrimental to the team at this point. It's not right. good. Uh, Can I ask? Yeah. Do you do you just make his head bigger, or or what's the story? What what attributes do you add to to Slubhead? I think it's bro. Different. I think, in my opinion, we just add a hundred IQ. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they need to have two hundred IQ. I don't know what you're on about. No, please. At this stage, I'm convinced that Man United squad share six brain cells on game <laughs> <laughs> it's all brain <laughs> how many brain cells does uh does Oli have Shukri none he just writes um on the tactic board give it to give it to Bruno and Paul and unfortunately Paul is injured so it looks like Let's a one man show <laughs> Shukri your disgrace of the week um, my disgrace of the week is going to have to go to the football media for nominating Marcelo Bielsa for the FIFA Manager of the Year. Oh, disgrace, um, yeah. That is disgraceful. But Marcelo Bielsa is uh, really overrated. Obviously, he doesn't have one of the best um, squads. So you're not, expecting, you're, you're not expecting him to perform at you know, a top four or top six um, level. But the way that the media just hypes him up so much, I'd expect a little bit more. I think I think Shukri, they, they they hype him up because he's brought Leeds back into the Prem. But why is he getting into the FIFA? Uh, he got the FIFA manager of the year. Oh, yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. Like to, to to nominate someone for manager of the year for being promoted. Three teams are promoted every year, yeah, no matter true. what. Yeah, that's true. Obviously, yeah. Bielsa and what he's doing, you know, no aid to him. But I have to say the, the football media, um, you know. So, yeah, you guys stink at your job. 
Joe Hawthorne, would you like to tell me your disgrace of the week? Um, I would like to give it to Davison Sanchez, who decides <laughs> to sit down midway through a football match against oh, yeah. uh, German Maitland Niles. Okay. <laughs> um, my disgrace of the week, gentlemen, goes out to the extra time um, uh, when it was Everton and Tottenham. I mean, why are we playing an extra half hour in FA Cup games? Everyone just watches extra time because they want to know if the game is going to penalty shootouts. There is absolutely no reason why we have extra time. Yes, and the time has come, gentlemen, for us to vote for our disgrace of the week. Joe, you cannot vote for yourself. Who is your disgrace of the week? <laughs> um, Harry Maguire. I think that's <laughs> Okay. Okay. Shukri? I also have to go for Harry Maguire, the most expensive defender of all time who has a probably like 3% heading accuracy you know <laughs> you're both like Steve from Minecraft bro hit the target once in a while okay thank you Shukri and Shay obviously you cannot vote for your own Harry Maguire so who are you going for uh, this is tricky mm. um, I wouldn't go Sanchez because you know it, you know anyone can get sat down it's, it's, it's just luck of the draw yeah. I won't go for the, the football media because have you seen the way uh, Belsa he crouches, bro? That makes yeah. him like 500 IQ points. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, wait, what was yours again, Adam? So, Mine was extra time. Um, yeah, Shay. I have to go with that then. Oh, okay. Are you just not going to is That is a terrible take. Yeah, Shay, I'm going to have to give you another strike for that one. I feel like there were better options on the table. Um. <laughs> I can't and, vote for myself, so I mean, um, I've been put out. Yeah, there. but you voted for extra time, bro. That is a stupid <laughs> decision. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank I you can't. for considering mine, Shay. My vote goes out to the football media because that's just that's just ridiculous how Bielsa can get on that manager of the year. I think if anyone, like, I mean, if he gets on, surely Arteta has to get on. I mean, he wasn't even, like, there for a full season and he's winning a trophy. Shay, how many trophies has, has Solskjaer won? I mean, honestly. He actually guided Molde to the first division. So, please respect Maldi. his name. Yes, Congratulations to Shay for getting our disgrace of the week on Jacob Harry Maguire's head. Sorry about that one, Jakey boy. You're a disgrace, Harry. Okay, um... Shall we do our shout-out of the week now? Joe, would you like to hit it off? Um, I have chosen Carlo Ancelotti. Mm-hmm. Um, purely because he won a 5-4 thriller in the FA Cup against Spurs. And decided to just fuck, just not do anything. He was just, what was he, just sipping a cup of coffee. I respect <laughs> that. And then also, when they grabbed a late equaliser against United, you saw a Duncan Ferguson, like screaming around the pitch side while Carlo Ancelotti was just standing there like he just scored an equaliser against a mid-table team which he did to be fair to him <laughs> yeah he did to be fair uh Shay who is your shout out of the week it's gonna have to go to the academy player Charlie McNeil <laughs> okay um you know scored four goals in the under 18 derby um I think it was against Liverpool's under 18s um Man City was a Man City. Oh, sorry. My bad. He joined them for one mil last year. Yes, two strikes. I'm aware. I'm aware. Um, and yeah, his celebration was, I think, the L dance. The funny Fortnite one that uh, 
Okay, I'm gonna move over to Shukri. Who is your shout out? No, no, no. Let's just, let's just, um, you know, just let's just touch on Shay's one. Um, Charlie McNeil had 600 academy goals for Man City before making his move to the Manchester United Academy in the summer. Um, so in the past week they played the um under 18 Manchester derby and he scored four goals and kissed the badge when he scored his hat trick. So um, you know, that is a shit house of the week award. So, you know, don't worry. Yeah, and your shout-out, Shukri? My shout-out of the week is going to go to the Scottish Zidane, uh, Scott McTominay, you know, for his late winner in the FA Cup in the week. I don't think I've ever seen a player as clutch as him. He's had probably five goals in the last... I think it's four goals in his last five home matches for Manchester United. Um, Actually, I don't think Frank Lampard or Steven Gerrard have ever been that good, in my opinion. Another underwhelming performance from the Red Devils against a team that they should have been dominating. But, you know, he, he popped up and, you know, he got us into the next round. So I'm excited to see uh, what happens with his career. I feel like he could be one of the greatest midfielders of our generation. Oh, man, um, okay. Yeah. The real Scottish, the real Scottish Iniesta. None of this Gilmore talk. Okay, I never, I never want to hear that man's name. Oh, he could be the best midfielder of our generation. Typical Man United fans, Joe. My shout out of the week. My shout out of the week is Burnley versus Crystal Palace. Um, that game, listener, took place between sandwiched between the Man City Tottenham game and the Leicester Liverpool game. And I don't think anyone on this planet, unless you are a Crystal Palace fan or a Burnley fan, knew that that game took place. So I just want to give that game a shout out. And let the listeners know that that game did, in fact, go down. Shall we vote, Joe? It's a toughie. Do you want to do, do you want us to come back to you? Yeah, I would like to be the deciding vote. Okay. <laughs> uh, Shay, you know I'll go. Oh, okay. Um, because you know I have to give Shay uh, zero ball knowledge. Shay uh, some props <laughs> here. He's done it two for two, in my opinion, um, with the Charlie McNeil shit already. Um, kissing the badge against and against you know the team that he spent so many years at and scored over six hundred goals for, um, you know shows really Manchester till I die. You know, man, the red side of Manchester. You know, no Ew. matter what you do for the Blue Dons, because those are guys that he's played with for so many years in his life. Uh, to knee slide in the corner and kiss the badge, um, I have to respect him for that. So I'm gonna have to go to Shea's Charlie McNeil. Uh, yeah, sure? yeah I'll, go, I'll go for Carlo Ancelotti. That was pretty cool, not going to lie. Fair enough. I think I'm going to vote. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you seen a manager even drink coffee on the sideline? Um, that's just oh, that's just so cool. Respect Joe? Don Bielsa. He does it every game. He just sits on a bucket every game. Joe? Um, Purely because I want to win, I'm going to vote for Shukri Scott McTominay. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair enough. Um, uh, fair play to Joe for winning our shout-out of the week um, for his nomination of Carlo Ancelotti, cool, calm, and collected under pressure. Joe, would you like to give a shout-out to Carlo Ancelotti? He is a, he is a frequent listener. Oh, man. <laughs> we have our trivia, our first ever trivia on the show. I am the quiz master. Any questions you have comes directly to me, and I'm the judge 
on all matters. This midweek, gentlemen, we have the Champions League returning. Um, pretty exciting times. And I think it would be a really cool spot, also for the listeners, to recap who is in the Champions League. So we're going to go around, and you just have to mention one team that is in the cha- that is still in the Champions League. And then, the, obviously, the last player standing wins. Okay, Shukri and Shay, stop looking down on your phones. This is this is trivia time. Put the phones away time. Don't Let's get order and we'll go like that. Joe, Shay, Shukri. That's that's the order on my screen. Joe, your first mention. I'm going to go with last season's winners, Bayern Munich. Enough, enough. Uh, Shay. If I remember correctly, <laughs> I some miracle Real Madrid are still there. Yeah, Real Madrid are still in. I would just say, how many teams are still in the Champions League? Is it 16? It's around 16, yeah. So there's 16. Okay. So I'll go PSG. Okay. I see we're getting getting all of the easy guys out. Uh, Joe? Uh, I will go for Chelsea Football Club. Chelsea. They're still in it. If you didn't know, listener, they are still in it. Uh, Shay? Man City. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Shukri? Liverpool Football Club. Okay. So I think we've got all of the English clubs out now. Um, who was that English club that didn't get through? Oh, wait, never mind. Joe? Uh, Borussia Dortmund. You know. Sure. Um, Atletico Madrid? Is correct. Uh, Shukri? Sorry. I'm going to have to go with Club de Football Juventus. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Don't search, think, that is the official name. I think all Just of the big boys. Sure. I think all the big boys are out. Joe? Oh, right, I'll go with Lazio. Okay. The Italian club, Lazio. Yes, listeners, sorry. When we had our call, my Wi-Fi disconnected. But during my absence, Shay said Borussia Dortmund. And when I rejoined the call, this happened. Wait, so did Shay say Dortmund? Come on, Shay. Okay, now you are. Sorry, zero point. Sorry, Blue. Shukri. I'm going to go with Red Bull Leipzig. Club of the football. Yeah. I actually forgot about them, to be fair. Okay, uh, I will go with another German team, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Oh, okay, all right, all right. You see now, Joe's just showing off now, isn't he? And there's only four teams left, Shukri. I can't lie, I'm, I can't lie, I'm on the ropes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to shoot one blind. Would you like to know the nationalities of the club? I'll give you the national. No, no, no. no okay, no, okay. No, no, all right, no, no. all right. I'm going to go with Olympic Lyon. They are not in the Champions League. Let's go. Joe is Let's the winner, go. ladies and gentlemen. No, um, no, I'll, I'll. Oh, do you want to have another? I'll put a cherry on top for okay. you. Can you name the Atalanta. last four? Yeah. Let's see if you can name yeah. all four. Atalanta? Salad, <laughs> no, oh, I, I, literally all I had was Atalanta. Oh, okay. Atalanta is um, all I had left. You're missing the Spanish giant Barcelona. Nobody said Barcelona, but okay. <laughs> last year's Europa League winners, Sevilla, are still in it, and Porto. So oh, Liga yeah, Nos. Yeah. Um, now, yes, Joe is this week's trivia winner. I hope you all at home enjoyed that, and it has also served as a good refresher for this week's upcoming Champions League games. Yes, and the trivia also wraps up part two. Join us in part three when we will do our predictions. (music) 
Yes, welcome back to part three. Let's just get straight to our predictions. Shukri? Uh, a rundown on last week's predictions and the scorecard. We'll start off with obviously the first big game of the weekend, which was Leicester versus Liverpool. Obviously, Leicester coming away 3 1 victors. Adam called the game for a 1 1 draw. Ugh, obviously, that was the incorrect result. So Adam comes away with zero points for that one. Joe called a 1 0 Liverpool win, getting that one incorrect uh, for zero points. And then myself and Shay, although I'm not, I'm not sure who said it first, because I do believe Shay could be on fraud watch here for copying. <laughs> I want to get the one that said it first. Let it be known. Um, uh, yeah, we'll check back on the recording. Uh, <laughs> If I, did say it first, if I did say it first, uh, Shay copied me. If Shay said it first, I, I, we just happened to think the same thing. Uh, we did say 2-1 Leicester. Well, you know, we were the only to call the result correctly, although not the final scoreline. So uh, that is quite interesting. I think Joe and I felt really sorry for Liverpool fans, so we gave them the win. Anyway, Shukri, continue. So um, our second big game of the weekend was obviously... Manchester City up against Spurs, where Man City won 3 0. Adam called the game a 2 2 draw. Yeah, yeah, move on, move uh, on. Uh, far, far off again. Um, you know, he's probably going to have to take a ball knowledge strike. For <laughs> you see, I've cemented my, my spot on the show by being the producer. So I'm not going anywhere. It's Shay. We all need to look at Shay. Yeah, Shakri? Um, I did call the game 4 1 in Man City's favor. I did get. Uh, the three-goal difference win. But I was one goal off on each side. And then Shea and Joe coming the closest. Shea calling it 3-1 to Man City. And Joe calling it 2-0 uh, to Man City. Um, so that's an, a point for each of them, as well as myself. But yeah, they were both one goal off at the end. So um, fair play to them. They don't get anything extra for that, except, I guess, like a round of applause or something. <laughs> the third big game was obviously West Brom at home against Man United. Um, with everyone saying at least a convincing win for Man United, except Adam, who took, who took Man United 2-1 over West Brom. Shea said 2-0 happened. over West Brom. Um, Joe calling a big 4-0, um, and I obviously said 3-1. No one was correct for that one. Um, but it was closest. You know, Adam did come fairly close, a last-minute mm-hmm. Harry Maguire header off the post. But obviously, being close gets you nothing. You know, this is quite a cutthroat line of work. But I'm sure we can say we were all surprised with that result. Um, yeah. So no one coming away with any points there. Um, and I think everyone is getting the right result for the, the Arsenal-Leeds game, except Shay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shay, I think you predicted a draw because you just hate Arsenal fans. So that's cool. So I can tell you, listener, um, Shukri and Shay are top of the log um, with two correct results, with two points. And then it's Joe, and then it's someone else at the bottom of the log. Um, I'm not sure, Adam. Can you just read whose name is at the bottom of the log? Uh, my screen's a bit blurry. No, Shukri, it's no one. I just want to say that Shukri has predicted a draw for Chelsea's game. Okay. So, so he's out. So if Chelsea win tomorrow then I'm pretty sure we come join first. Oh, salute. I, salute. Like to, I think there'll be like a three-way draw or something. That's, that's quite interesting. I would just like to put that yeah. out there. And now it's time for our predictions where we look ahead 
to next week's Premier League games. We'll start off with the Merseyside derby. Liverpool at home. They kryptonite. Well, it looks like they kryptonite is home and away now. Um, but it's it's their Merseyside rivals. Shay, how do you see that one turning out? Honestly, I think Liverpool are in the mud right now. Not mm-hmm. doing well at all. Home record mm. is in the trash. Um, so it's actually very difficult because Everton, I can't say, are, have been very convincing. I mean, yes, they drew to United 3-3 in the dying minutes. But yeah, they haven't been convincing in their previous games. So I'd pull a 2-1 Everton. 2-1 Everton, okay. I can count on Salah getting a yeah, I think we can count on Marcella getting a pin. <laughs> um, Shukri, what's your prediction for the for this game? Yeah, I also think it's going to be a tough one to call. Um, neither defenses have been, um, you know, quite reliable in recent time. So I do think it's going to be close, but a few more goals than um, Shea predicted. I'm going to go with a three-two Everton win. Okay, that's quite a big call, Joe. Do you do you think Everton are are gonna win this game? What I learned from last week is I probably shouldn't give Liverpool the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But it's a derby. Because yeah, Shea was right. Yeah. Liverpool have not been too convincing at home. But yeah, it's a derby. Some stuff changes. I am gonna go for a one all draw. Okay, that's probably fair. I I just think, you know, Derbies are derbies. Um, your form coming into the game doesn't really matter. Um, I think it's also a great opportunity for Liverpool to kick themselves back into gear, maybe put on another run. Just you know, just giving it all against their 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 rivals. I should probably have learned my lesson, but I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for a one 0 Liverpool. I just think it's just gonna be a really scrappy game, and Liverpool will. Salah will fall down in the in the penalty box, or Mane will roll over. Um, now we've got we've got another big game. Uh, it's Arsenal at home to Man City. Just holding his his head in his hands. Um, so should I probably? Basically, what I want to know is how many goals do you think City are going to beat us by, Joe? <laughs> I think that they're going to be us by two goals and a very convincing 3-1 win. Fair enough. Uh, Shay? Wow, definitely I can count on it being high goal scoring. Um, but the question is, will Arsenal themselves be able to pull one back? <laughs> uh, so, is it at home? Yeah, it's at, the, it's at the Emirates. I'd have to call a 4-1 City. Okay. Just a reminder that it's still my team. You you still respect them, Shay. Please, for goodness sake. <laughs> uh, Shukri? You know, it seems like nobody's backing Arsenal this weekend. Um, except me. Just kidding. I'm taking City 4-0 against Arsenal. Um, I don't think they stand a chance, to be honest. I don't think anyone in the world stands a chance against this um, this discarded City team. Yeah, Pep Guardiola's uh, men, comfortable winners. Um, and I don't think anyone else expects anything different. You know, Joe, I respect these Man United fans, you know, even though they support Man United. But I think just the fact that they've, like Shikri now, has has told me that they're going to score four goals past Bernd Leno, 
I just think that there's no respect for, for our team that has just beaten Leeds 4-2. Nevertheless, Arsenal are going to lose. Um, <laughs> I, I've accepted that. Um, I think Arsenal fans out there, you should probably accept that too. Because it's the hope that kills you at the end of the day. Um, I'm going to give City a 2-0. A Hopefully that doesn't end up the way we've all predicted. Uh, but I need points. So I'm going to go for the... <laughs> I'm going to go for the popular opinion here. Um, We've got Man United, Newcastle. Gentlemen, are United going to start winning games again? Shukri. Um, You know, it is a tough one with Paul Pogba still out of the team. Uh, This team do seem to be going through a slump, but they do do well at turning around bad form. Um, We've seen it a couple of times um, this season already. Um, you know they don't they don't stay in that slump for too long, mm. and at the end of the day we've got Bruno Fernandes and they don't. So I'll go for three one win. Um, actually two one. I don't think we're that good yet. Two one win. Uh, Manchester United against Newcastle. Okay, two one to Man United. Okay, Shay Shukri's Man United partner in crime. Listen, I'm da- down bad right now. <laughs> Okay. So, you know, this might be a hopeful take, mm-hmm. but I, I do think, like Shukri said, they'll be able to turn it around. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping for a win. This might be a bit biased, but I'm going to call it 3-1. 3-1. Uh, okay. Based purely on the fact that uh, <laughs> our defense is horrible right now, so we will let in a goal <laughs> or two. But, yeah, hopefully, you know, in Bruno, we trust. So. In Bruno, we trust you. Shame. Um, Bruno Fernandes is quickly becoming the Harry Kane of United. Joe, do you think Newcastle can can upset the Red Devils? It's interesting. Um, two very unpredictable teams. Newcastle of late have been on and off. That win against Southampton might make one believe that they've got it in them. I'm going to say 2-0 United. So no one getting on the score sheet for Newcastle. Not even your own Joe Willock. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe Willock doesn't get picks. He's gonna um, get. He's he's already being bought by Real Madrid midway through the season. How much is the price tag? Uh, I mean, against Southampton alone, if you're going off that, I'll be I'll be humble. A cool seventy. Is there uh, is there a buyback clause in there? <laughs> no, he's priceless. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, I think, look, Man United are just so unpredictable. Whenever they are up against these lower uh, league teams, they don't do as well as they do against the probably the better opposition. No disrespect for New- to Newcastle or West Brom. <sighs> it's a tough one, eh? Um, I-, I think you have to go, because I'm in desperate need of points, I'm just going to go with the rest of the gang. Um I'm going to say Man United 1-0 winners because I, I don't think that Joe Willock will score. <laughs> um, West Ham, Tottenham. That's the next game that we have on the agenda. Let's start with Joe because we ended with you, Joe. Let's let's start with you again. Um, do you think Tottenham will get a win versus uh, David Moyes' very well-informed West Ham team? It depends. Like, is Mourinho going to change his tactics? No. Mm. 
do you do we think that West Ham are capable of breaking through that? That's debatable because their defense has never been. It's they're they're definitely an attacking side. Yeah, I do think that Antonio is capable of destroying Davison Sanchez. I'm gonna go two one West Ham. You know, I'm gonna go for the big. It's the big result. I think they've got it in them. Thomas Suchek and Michael Antonio. You can you can clip that. Um, I don't wanna I don't wanna say our Tottenham still a top six team because I know these Man United fans will probably turn it on us, Joe. And um, Shay, do you think West Ham are gonna continue to go on this amazing run? Uh, listen, it's a very important game for both teams. Um, West Ham are only three points ahead of Spurs currently. Um. So, yeah, I don't think they're going to go down easy, though. (laughs) And like Joe said, Mourinho is not changing his tactics anytime soon. Uh, That's just because of the type of manager he is. So, I'm going to have to go with a 1-0 victory for West Ham. Shukri, your take. For this game, it is the Harry Kane team. And as long as they have Harry Kane on the field. Um, For this one, it obviously is the Harry Kane team um, up against West Ham. And when they have Eric Kane in the field, I feel like they are capable of doing anything. Um, you know, David Moyes has been doing a good job at West Ham. But I have to take um, Tottenham 1-0. Okay. It says Shukri points gone. Um, I don't think Tottenham are going to win any games soon. Um, certainly not against this West Ham team. Um, I'm going to give West Ham a 2-1 win. Um, same as you, Joe, because because I do think... Yeah, so you're Son... copying me. No, no, no. Um, I just looked at the page and I just saw, ooh, Joe also predicted the same thing. Um, no, I just think Harry Kane and Son, someone will find a goal there. And then the last game, Southampton at home to Chelsea. Joe, how do you see Thomas Tuchel's men against the club of the Alps? I think that's what they're calling Ralph Eisenhutl. Saints have not been great in recent games. Mm-hmm. Made Newcastle look like prime Barcelona. Fair enough. This the game tonight's very important. Chelsea are gonna definitely take advantage of Southampton while they're down. And I'm going to say a three nil win. There's a lot of goals in, in your predictions, Joe. <laughs> um Shay, what do you see happening here? I'm gonna go against the uh, grain here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and say that Southampton might be able to pull over a dub. Chelsea's current record with Tuchel have been very unconvincing. And mm-hmm. I think an upset is going to happen soon. So, yeah. yeah, you know, hopefully a 2-1 victory for Southampton. Okay. I see Shea, Shea's, a lot of Shea's predictions is based on his, his hopes and not actual ball knowledge. That is why... His name will always be Zero Ball Knowledge Shay. Sorry, Shay. <laughs> it's hey, just Adam, how many points do you currently have? <laughs> <laughs> I just I just took offense when you said four no to Man City against Arsenal. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Shukri, your your prediction, please. Um Chelsea are still on the new manager bounce. Um yeah. and I do still think they have a couple more games in them. You know, even without uh Tuchel, you know, probably um properly instilling his philosophy. You know, within the players, so I do feel as time goes on, they are going to get better. Um, mm. So I do see them taking the win um, over Southampton. Southampton obviously haven't been doing too well recently. 
yeah. uh, you know, with the two-one loss at Wolves. So I think Chelsea have a three-nil in them All right. uh, over Southampton this weekend. A lot of goals. Um, is Werner in the in the scorers sheet? No, I don't think he even gets onto the pitch. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, sorry, Leech, if you're listening. Yeah, I mean, look, Chelsea, as Shukri said, they are still in the honeymoon phase with the new manager. Hudson Odoi has looked good. Southampton's form, I mean, they just they just got beat by Wolves after they were ahead. Um, the only logical result is a Chelsea win. I'm going to give them a 2-0 win against Southampton. That's probably going to set up an upset um, because we're also sure of a Chelsea win now. Um, listener, that brings us to the end of our predictions. We have got some very exciting news. We have an email address. Um, get your pens out, get a get a notepad out. Our email address is at the wheel podcast at gmail.com. I'm gonna repeat that. At the wheel podcast at gmail.com. It's important to note that at the wheel is spelled with AT, not the spiral with the A in the middle. Um, our Instagram account is at the wheel pod. And our website is anchor.fm forward slash at the wheel pod. So there you go. There's three bits of um of information where you can contact us. So if you you know you just want to say hi to the gang, if you wanna you wanna pose any questions, if you want to know the difference between a hyphen and a dash, um Joe will be all over that. <laughs> That's an inside joke, sorry. We just want you to get in touch with us, make sure that we are reaching out to our audience. Um, we are very appreciative of you guys listening, tuning in to our dulcet tones. We'd also we'd also um, like to say uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, Shukri Shukri is gone. Shukri's gone. Um, Shukri's wife for this episode has been all over the place. Um, so thank you, Joe and Shay. Um, is there any last messages that you'd like to give out to the audience? Uh, yes, I have something to say. Uh, boys, I know we just lost 2-1, but we got to keep behind our boys, Wigan. Up the ticks, come on. <laughs> Up the ticks, what? The ticks, oh. Wigan. Okay. Uh, Shay, is there anything you want to say to, to the listeners? No, not really. Oh, okay. Yeah, Shikri, do you, do you want to say anything to the listeners before we end? But yeah, guys, go follow our podcast Instagram at, at the wheel pod. That is at symbol A T T H E W H E E L P O D at at the wheel pod. There's a double at. Um, thank you, Shukri. Uh, Shukri is the brand manager. If for those who didn't know, um, he's doing a terrible job. No, they they don't need to know. They don't need to know. <laughs> um, okay. Also, uh, I think Adam did collect his first points um, on yes. the predictions. Yes. Uh, so congrats to Adam. That means we now have. I think I'm clear at the top. Oh, shush, man. Uh, let's he's, just pull it up real quick. You um, see, he, he's, yeah, he's hijacked. This I do. I, I am clear at the top. That's just what I want to mention. Clear at the top with three points from four. Shay has two. Joe has two. Adam has one. Adam has one. So congrats on getting one. that one point, Adam. Um, Come on, the Gooners. And we'll see you guys again next week. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Good night or good morning. Whenever you are listening to this pod. Bye.
Yes, thank you, listener, for going right to the end with us. Um, you are being rewarded like last week. I think we'll try to do that each week, have a little reward for you, a little behind-the-scenes snippet. Um, this week, it's Shukri saying something that he probably shouldn't. Enjoy! We'll start off with the midweek fixture. Um, Manchester City's game in hand at the moment. Shay. I mean, sorry, Shukri. Shukri, um, I have to, I have to stop you because there's going to be two games for Man City. So, so I was thinking we just have, yeah, that's the, what we just have the weekend, the weekend games. We can do both. What is this a poverty podcast? No, it's just that we don't want to overwhelm people with predictions. That's all. No. We did the game. Crap. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can you, do. Are you implying yeah. that our listeners are not meant to be capable of? No, I just don't think they're going to be podcasting for. Just like that, we just got cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Let's strike one. There we go. Shukri, it was there cool having go. you on. There we you, go. Were just, <laughs> there you were we... just a guest last week. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Your your yeah your prediction doesn't. Sorry, bro. <laughs> There's your podcast career in the in the bun. <laughs>